Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a good walk this morning. If you're not walking in the mornings yet, get out and do it. It's the best way to start a day. No messing. Right, today I'm going to talk about, so I did a newbies session yesterday about the menstrual cycle and stuff. I know you're like, Scott, you're a guy. What do you know about menstrual cycles? Well, not much, because I've never had personal experience. But what I do know is, you know, I've read Lila's books. I've talked to Lila. I've talked to a lot of you. I've looked at your, looked at your check-ins, and really... Um, the thing about the menstrual cycle is that for everybody's different, obviously. And for men, we just get it easy. We're the same every day. We got the same testosterone levels. We we talk shit about politics every day. We talk shit about crypto every day. We think we're right every day. It's really the same thing every single day. Um, at least you guys have got more variety. More variety in your weeks. Uh, but really, I just went over few things on the chat and I think it'll be interesting to go over it now with you guys just really to understand the the overview is you can't compare week 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 to week you have to start collecting data and comparing like two week blocks versus the previous two week blocks in terms of weight and stuff because your water retentions will go up on week two of your cycle and week four now I know this is different for everyone it could be a bit short a bit longer but if, if your water retention is heightened in two weeks out of four, then you can't base your weight data off that one week because it's going to be skewed, right? So if you look at the two weeks and you can have a better picture of what's going on. Um, and I'm just going to go over a few things I went over um, on the on the Zoom call, right? So if we look at the menstrual cycle, you've got, you know, menstruation day, you know, could be up to five, six days. Then you've got ovulation, which is typically like 14 days, maybe. Um, no, actually, what's that? Uh, 13. Yeah, but 13 days, 12, say 12 to 14 days. And you've got PMS, could be like a four to seven days, right? Kind of the three things. Obviously, there's four segments, but those are the three names there. So in the first two weeks, your estrogen is higher, right? Estrogen's higher in the first two weeks, then progesterone's higher in the last two two weeks in the second half. So higher estrogen means, you know, estrogen thickens the connective tissue in the skin and fat matrix in the lower body. And this is the primary cause of cellulite. The only way to reduce cellulite really is to reduce your fat. It's not a different type of fat. It's just fat. It's it's genetic. It's due to estrogen. There's not much you can do. Don't worry about it. I know it's easier said than done. Um, but really, there's no like special treatments you can you can do. Don't waste your money on them. It's just higher estrogen levels, genetics, reducing fat will help. Okay, so estrogen also inhibits the storage of visceral fat, which is the fat around the organs, and that's why it plays an important part in protecting women against heart against heart against heart disease. Women live seven years longer than men on average. Men die more of heart disease. Testosterone plays a part. So. Hey, happy days. You live longer than us. So, you know, see you in the grave, really. Well, you'll be seeing me there first, probably. Um, okay, so then also estrogen effects. Uh, estrogen's effects clearly limit fat gain in women. There is no doubt that many aspects of its metabolism clearly function to increase lower body fat, though. Right? So estrogen 
increases the function of lower body fat. And that fat exists pri- primarily to provide energy during pregnancy and breastfeeding and given the large calorie requirements of both, it makes logical evolutionary sense. So estrogen increases the fat storage in the hips and the thighs. And when you get pregnant, that fat will just melt away after you've given birth um, because it's getting used for this purpose, right? And estrogen also helps with hunger. It controls hunger by increasing production, uh, increasing leptin production, and also increasing the sensitivity to leptin, which is a hormone which just basically control, uh, controls hunger. So in the first two weeks, when your estrogen's higher, you've got better control of your hunger. Awesome. First 14 days, amazing, right? That's why it's a bit easier when you've started your cycle, and it's the first 14 days a bit easier than obviously the last seven days leading up to the cycle. Um, and the surge of estrogen in the last part of the first half um, can cause rapid water retention uh, increase, right? Because um, it can, the woman's body can retain more sodium. So if you're eating something high in salt, chocolates and all that stuff, and you're in day eight to 14, or like just that part of the cycle, it could be day five to 17 or whatever it is for you, uh, water retention could fly up. So do watch out for that. It's not that you're gaining fat, it's just water retention. And then when we look at progesterone, um, it doesn't increase hunger, but when it's in the presence of estrogen, which it is in basically the last two weeks, um, it can increase hunger, right? So that's not good news, really. Not good news at all. Um, and basically in the late luteal phase, so the last you know, PMS week, right? There's a rebound effect. So basically week one, low water retention. Week two, high water retention. Week three, estrogen drops off. So water retention drops off as well. But then in week four, so the last PMS week, the last four to seven days, there's a rebound effect that happens causing water retention. And that can be extreme. Okay, so that can be a huge amount. So don't panic when that does happen, if it does happen. Um, And... Yeah, again, look, progesterone ensures and enhance not only general fat storage, but fat storage specifically in women's lower body. So your body literally does love storing fat in hips and thighs. It just absolutely loves it. Evolutionary purposes, it makes sense, but it just happens. It does it. Um, but yeah, it's genetic, basically. Um, and then, yeah, and progesterone opposes estrogen in the fact that it impairs insulin sensitivity, which means the body doesn't utilize carbohydrates so well. So really in the last part, the frustrating thing is obviously you could lower your carb intake and it could help, but also in that phase, you're also, you're basically dying for carbs, guys. Basically your hunger goes up, craving goes up, you love a bit of carbs. So it's a, it's a bit of a annoyance really. And in the last part of the cycle, so when your progesterone is higher, um, your metabolic rate can increase by around 100 to 300 calories per day, which is awesome, obviously. Uh, but then also to counteract that, your hunger and cravings are increased and you're more prone to just wanting to eat. So in reality, you could say, wow, well, I'm burning 300 calories more a day in the last 14 days. So that puts my deficit to 800 calories a day. So I could be losing more fat quicker and you could take advantage of that. Um, but then you'll have to get through the biggest barrier of all, which is the intense cravings and hunger. So you've got two options, really take advantage of that and hack your system basically or you can say do you know what i don't want to be in a deficit for this pms week i'm going to increase my calories by 800 just because i can because i'll be a maintenance um you know your water retention will spike by that so you'll have to be able to handle that first 
uh, mentally and then go, do you know what? I'm just going to go maintenance for that week, uh, ride the wave and go straight back into it when my period starts and go back and do a big 14-day um you know, cycle where, you know, my hunger's under control, I'm feeling strong and I want to get into the gym and hit it hard, right? That's kind of what we're looking at there as options. Um, And yeah, just water retention, low, high, low, high. Highest water retention is PMS week, basically. So the seven days before your cycle is when your water retention will peak. Um, And then final two things, really. On week two, where your estrogen spikes, um... There's a higher risk of knee injuries because of the higher estrogen level. So do watch out. Don't be jumping about and, you know, on week two can cause more knee injuries. And then week four, which is, you know, seven days pre-menstruation, your coordination will drop as well. So don't do jumping jacks and all that stuff as well because it cause injuries. So those are the two weeks to look out for training-wise. Lyle is writing a second book on all his stuff. So that'll be coming out. You can learn all about when to train best for your body and your cycle. And that's it, guys. Really, I want to be able to compile all this information for you all to help each other out um, because ultimately, all this stuff is just absolutely mad. Um, there's not enough research done on it. Most and most girls in general don't really know much about it because you don't get taught it in school. You just get given the pill and happy days, go off and do it. Or, t- you know, those are your period cramps, whatever, get over it. There's always, like, kind of, it's still, there's still not enough talk about it. And men and women have to speak about it at the end of the day. Men can't be like, oh, mate, that's disgusting to top of periods. Or grow up, mate. Like, you, you know, you, you're going to have to learn about it. It's not bad. Get over it. Learn about it. And girls also need to be able to speak openly, really, in reality, to, to men as well about it. Because unless there's a f- awareness of it all properly, then the the, the the issues aren't going to be tackled in the most efficient way, really. So it'd be good if, you know, all humans did try and make every human life better. So it does require full effort on behalf of everyone. Um, but that's it. I hope that was helpful. Um, just a reminder, you know, get your one big thing done because that's going to make your day better. One big thing, job done, day complete. And also just to remind yourself that, you have to take this journey one day at a time, guys. Like, I'm talking about week one, two, three, four. You're thinking of the future. Like, if you keep thinking of that, it's going to overwhelm. You have to just take things one day at a time. Like, what's the most you can do today? What are you able to achieve today as a human being? Don't only weigh around, lazy, all that stuff. Like, today, make the most of it. You get, you get to improve yourself today. Not many people on this planet get to have that luxury. These first world problems we have, yes, we should be thankful for having first world problems. But we should make the most of the days as well and not just be like, well, I've got enough. Let's make the most of the life we have. Um, and, you know, text your friends, text your family members, get your work done, be happy, be chirpy, you know, put some enthusiasm into what you do, have a good attitude today, go for your walks in nature, take longer on your walks because walking and nature and thinking is better than that extra half an hour of work that you could have just left till tomorrow and happy days i hope you have a good day and um yeah speak to you tomorrow and that's it thank you for listening to the one day at a time podcast with your host scofflia hopefully you understood something i said i hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind And I want you to now action it today. I don't want you to think about tomorrow. I don't want you to think about yesterday. I don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast. I don't want you to think about 
going to another website, what I want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends, you will take action and make the most of today. Ground yourself today, follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change.